0: Hello and welcome to part two of the Rouse Review, Rouse Review City Works. So uh, we're about to interview Caitlin Slonecker. She is a Winchester Police Department uh, officer. She's in charge of recruitment. She's going to walk through the process. If you've ever thought about being a police officer or what goes into the training of a police officer, uh, this interview is going to be for you. Uh, So uh, without any further ado, let's bring her on in. All right. So here we go. Uh, Caitlin Slonaker. I always want to call you Sponaker, which I don't know why. Um, I don't know why that rolls off my tongue easier, easier than Slonaker. Yeah. But it's Caitlin Slonaker. 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 See, I wasn't even doing it right when I thought I was doing it right. Yes. Slonaker. Slonaker. Well, I've called you Slonaker for a year now. It's so okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get it right.
1: Sloniker. Better than some of the names I've been called, so it's mm. good.
0: Caitlin and it's, your first name is Caitlin, right? I've yes. gotten that right. Yes. Okay.
1: It's actually Catelyn, but that's okay. Are you? Sh- <laughs> what? No, it's Caitlin. <laughs> it's Caitlin. Okay. It is Caitlin. You're right.
0: All right, all right. So, uh, we have Caitlin Sloniker <laughs> no. uh, here with us. Uh, Caitlin, you are a police officer with the Winchester Police Department. I am. Um, what is your rank? Uh,
1: police Officer Four.
0: Police Officer Four. What does that mean?
1: It just means that I've put in you more than... Are the fourth than... police officer we hired? <laughs> no. No, that would be awesome. Um, I'd be really old. You would be if, very old. If that were the case. I don't even think they're alive now. Um, it just means that I have put in six years okay. in order to be a police officer for. I will actually have eight years in next month.
0: Oh, wow. So you've gone from one, two, three, and now four.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep. And what,
0: what's above? After four, it goes... Serge- Corporal. Corporal. Yep. Corporal, Sergeant, Lieutenant? Yes. And then from lieutenant to captain, captain, captain to deputy chief.
1: Yes. And then chief. And then chief. Yes.
0: So uh, for those of you not aware, uh, Caitlin, she is one of uh, one of my police officers here in the city of Winchester. Uh, We're going to chat a little bit about uh, becoming a police officer. Now, obviously, that is a very different thing than it was 20 years ago. I'd say mm-hmm. even ten years ago mm-hmm. uh, it has evolved a significant amount obviously uh things in the world are changing uh you know obviously we as a society are coming to realize a lot of things and uh so you know the day-to-day experience uh of a police officer is very different than it was maybe 10 20 years ago hmm and uh you know that's a good thing that's a good thing mm-hmm there are but it definitely uh has changed the way people look at the profession and the way people have approached the profession um especially those and i'm talking about those people who might be interested in becoming a police officer Uh, and it's getting it's getting harder it's harder and harder for us to recruit police officers for a lot of reasons um we're not getting into those today today we're going to talk about what it means to become a police officer so Caitlin, you're in charge of recruitment. Yes. Over at the police department, what do you, when you have somebody that comes to you, let's say it's uh, somebody just out of high school, 18, 19, maybe they're taking some, some community college classes. They're not quite sure where they're going to go with it. Maybe they've maybe they've graduated college, got a criminal justice degree. Who knows? Um, what are you looking for when they, if they were to approach you and say, "Hey, I'm thinking about being a police officer," what are you looking for in that conversation?
1: Uh, well, first of all, visual cues. Mm-hmm. Do they take care of themselves? No. Or how do they hold themselves? Are they, you know, standing up straight? Are they looking me in the eyes? Are they mm-hmm. using their hands a lot? Are they dressed? You know, I, I've had people come in and they're. They gym come clothes. in completely
0: undressed. Wow, that's um, <laughs> no, that's a bad story. You know, not. An
1: I've had someone come literally off the street into the police department and say, "I want to be a police officer. What do I have to do?" And they were literally in holy baggy shorts. Hmm. a shirt that had paint stains all over it and it was a cutoff and their sneakers weren't even tied and they're like, I want to be a police officer. And I'm like, all right. I mean, first impressions, right? You have Mm -hmm. that with any job. I'm looking at them and I'm thinking, okay, so maybe they're having a bad day. Mm -hmm. He literally came in off the street and said he wanted to be a police officer. I sat down, I talked to him. Because, I mean, visual is a part of it, and then, you know, how they speak, what do they have to offer whenever they do speak. It speaks Um, to
0: professionalism, it speaks to the ability to communicate. Yes.
1: Now, if I talk to someone and they're constantly looking down, and they're looking at the floor, they won't even make eye contact with me, that's a big thing, you know, is, are they not even confident enough to talk to another person? Mm -hmm. I mean, I know they're probably nervous to talk to me, because, you know, they want a job, but... When you go out on the street, you're going to have to make eye contact with people. It's officer presence.
0: So if somebody says, if you ask that person, why do you want to be a police officer, mm-hmm. what kind of answer are you looking for?
1: The most generic answer we get mm-hmm. is, I want to help people. Yeah. That's not. That's, that's not why. That's not what we want to hear. Be, that's got to be part There's of There's got to be though. more of it. Well, oh, yeah, of course, no. but I want to hear the underlying portion of it, like okay. you want to do something greater than yourself. Mm-hmm. That's, that's what you're going to do whenever you become a police officer, mm-hmm. something bigger, greater than yourself. Um, you grew up in um, a neighborhood or a family where there was a lot of police interaction and it was in a negative way and you want to come up and you want to show them that it can be a positive. You want to get out back to that mm-hmm. community and give back to that specific part of the community and say, I can be a cop and I can, I can do what another cop didn't do. Or mm-hmm. maybe you had positive interactions with the police as a child, and you want to do the same thing. You gotcha. want to give back, essentially, to your community.
0: OK. So they've made it through that first kind of interaction. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, that first conversation with you, that's not a make or break. No. They could, they're welcome to apply even yes. if they show up in flip-flops I encourage them um, you'd still encourage them to apply what happens you know there's a it's not like hey I'm gonna go get a job at the grocery store back in groceries where I go fill out a form and I start the next day mm-hmm. what does the application process look like
1: so first of all the application uh, I anytime I talk to someone before they reply or they uh, apply I make sure that I tell them to, take the time in applying. Um, make sure that you're filling out the questions correctly. Make sure that if you don't know the answer to it, you're texting me, you're emailing me. I give them that. I say, my information's on the page, or I say, hey, here's my work cell. I always have it on me. Shoot me a text and say, hey, I'm not really sure how to answer this question. And a lot of people do, they end up texting me saying, I'm not really sure what you're asking on this, or mm-hmm. I don't have a specific date for whatever the question's asking, what should I put down? And mm-hmm. then I'll, and I'll guide them on that. So I always recommend, take your time on the application. It is almost 400 questions long. All Oh wow! Some of them may not apply to you at all, especially for people who have never been in the military. Mm-hmm. Um, and some of them are just
0: questions. Yeah. What do you ask them all? The state capitals? Like what do you? <laughs> what do you? What do you what kind of questions <laughs> are you asking in this thing?
1: Um, high school, uh, what other levels of education they've received? If they, you know, some people go to multiple colleges. Mm-hmm. Some people start a college at, at Nova and yeah. then they don't finish, or they do get their associates, and then they progress on to a university, and then mm-hmm. they get another four-year degree. Gotcha. Um, and so there's spots for that. So a lot of things may not apply. Or military, mm-hmm. there's 12 questions or so al- related to military yeah. alone. So they could skip those questions, okay. too. Um, it I'm, sure you your a- traffic. I'm sure you ask
0: about criminal background. Yes. What's generally disqualifying?
1: It's criminally,
0: yeah. felonies. Okay.
1: Depending on the felony. I mean, yeah. everything is taken on a case-by-case basis for the most part, but uh, felonies, those are those mm. are kind of a big one. Yeah. Domestics. Okay. If you've been convicted of a domestic assault. Traffic offenses, if you've had a DUI within the last three years, mm-hmm. you uh, cannot apply. Um, drug use is the one thing that has changed for us. Okay. So it used to be, prior to the legal changes, mm-hmm. um, if you used marijuana within the last two years prior to your application, mm-hmm. then you could not apply within that two years. If it's been two years, you're perfect. Okay. Um, didn't really matter about the n- amount, although it was taken into consideration. Mm. Now you can use up to the time that you apply. Oh, well. And then we take the amount, usage, occurrence, all of that into consideration when, when looking at your application. Gotcha. The automatic disqualifiers, though, LSD, mm. hallucinogenic, heroin, PCP, those are all... Yeah. Um, and then using cocaine after the age of 21, Mm -hmm. um, if you, if you've used, um, several times, then, then you're, you're out. Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah. So they've answered all 400 questions. (laughs) Yeah. And of course, I'm assuming lying about any of those things is Uh, an automatic disqualifier.
1: Yes. Which we usually find out later on in the process. Yes.
0: So all 400 questions have been, uh, answered. They've answered them, uh, Properly mm-hmm. and accurately and honestly, uh, then what happens? If it is it kind of more of a if if yes then go kind of situation, or is there a review panel of folks that are looking at the app, those questions and answers themselves? What what happens when you actually get the application?
1: So the application is submitted to HR. HR then sends it over to me, and I literally review every single application for animal control officer, police officer, Virginia certified officer. Mm -hmm. As long as I'm in the office and I'm working and I'm not on vacation, I'm reviewing those applications. I'm making sure that what they are saying is at least presented in the way that we're hoping is honest, integrity is used. um, And if they meet that criteria, then they're passed on and they're invited for a physical fitness assessment okay what's in the physical exam.
0: fitness assessment assessment jumping so, jacks
1: so that would be really easy
0: that would be easy well jumping I jacks for some people nice. ain't easy
1: I, yeah you're right well
0: we and we're, we're changing some of that too we
1: are yes yeah. um I do look forward to those changes. You're not
0: going to do a lot of bench presses in the normal line of duty.
1: No, or push-ups, no, unless you're trying to show off someone on your squad, no. Exactly. So right now, the testing, um, you come in, you get invited for that testing, you show up, you you RSVP, first of all. You have to Mm -hmm. go back onto the website, RSVP, that you're going to show up Um, with that time that we gave in the location. You come in, we have you sign a release, have you sign a waiver, get your blood pressure, make sure you're good to go on your heart rate, um, and then you do a bunch, a bench press, a vertical jump, okay, push up, sit ups, three hundred meter sprint, and mm-hmm. then a mile and a half run.
0: Now that the run, I get the Which sprint, run? And the run,
1: the sprint and the run. I yes. get that. Why? Because
0: well, you might have to chase somebody,
1: right? Endurance, right? Endurance.
0: That that makes sense. The bench press <laughs> seems a little, but I guess you need to be able to show that you can push, you know, something. So I, I could understand that.
1: And, and it's 71% of your body weight. So okay. where we find is a lot of females cannot do that, hmm. which is why we're trying to revamp the testing now is because...
0: Okay, so this is the old testing.
1: Yes. Oh, we're still okay. using it at this time yeah. until we come up with a new one. There's a, a long process that has to be done in order for mm-hmm. us to change. This process that we have now was approved. Studies were done. Yeah. Um, lots of seals of approval so no one can come mm-hmm. back and sue us for anything.
0: Absolutely. Um, so it
1: takes a lot in order to change it. To something else but we are finding now that females specifically for the bench press or mm-hmm. the push-ups mm-hmm. just cannot simply do them they don't have that upper body strength
0: how many push-ups can you do me yeah i
1: don't know why are you, you asking know? me that now you're putting me on the spot didn't
0: you get didn't you have to go through the I test did.
1: actually well to clearly be, you,
0: you could do enough
1: well yeah for the city of winchester you're for our place you actually have to do it annually
0: oh really so you're not so just you a did one some and done recently
1: well, Did because we're changing oh. our testing, we kind of stopped that for the year. Okay. For the, So this last year, we didn't. So the typical is 19 in a minute. All right. However, if you're a police officer, Easy. there are cut points. So if you do – it's based on your sex and your age. So okay. for me, I think I had to do like, I don't know, 25 or something more to get a cut point, a highest cut point, oh. which would enable me to have um, – eight hours of leave which was really nice so oh, it's basically nice. the city's giving us money the department mm-hmm. is so it's very nice and, and I'm very grateful you're for welcome. that you're yeah, welcome thank you um, but for the standard it's just 19 so I can okay. tell you I've probably done 24 or 25 okay in less than a minute
0: well, we'll when we wrap up we'll, we'll see well
1: how about we take a picture afterwards to show my guns versus your guns sure that's fine I'm sure that I would win
0: <laughs> <laughs> you won't <laughs> alright so oh, the um, so okay they've the appli- you've reviewed the application. Yep. Seems like a good candidate. They can do all the fitness stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, what happens next?
1: So the same day as the fitness exam is the written exam. Ooh. So they come Does back they to the police department. Kind of. Yeah, I little. think that would be almost Here's better. Here's what I
0: did this summer.
1: <laughs> yes. Or why do I want to be a police officer, which is what I had to do whenever oh. I applied. Um, but for them, Is they... there an
0: answer in the written ass- in that essay you're writing? Is there an answer that you're looking for or is it just to make sure you are literate
1: so probably that's probably what the more they were looking for sentence okay. structure and that's what we're doing now for the written so they physically have a booklet they mm-hmm. watch an old video from the 1980s or 1990s it is awesome it's of a scenario whichever scenario i pick that day it could be a bar scene it could be mm-hmm. um a car accident and they have to physically write a report like a police report. oh okay well, that makes a lot of sense yes and then in that way we're checking can they spell Okay. Uh, how good is their penmanship? Even though most reports are written, you know, you're, you're typing them on the computer anyways. Yeah. Um, do they have sentence structure? How is their grammar? How is their punctuation? Mm-hmm. Um, that sort of thing. That's what we're looking for.
0: Penmanship, really?
1: I mean, yeah, because you still have to fill out paperwork here. It's not, not everything's online. Yeah.
0: You All still right. have to be able
1: to write. Okay. You have to be able to read it.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, legible, that's fine, but.
1: Yeah. All if right. they can't spell, though, I mean. Well,
0: spelling, of course. That's, that's a. Yes. You, you got to be able to spell, you know.
1: Well, most things. people can't spell sergeant or lieutenant or harassment or trespass.
0: Harassment's not bad. Trespass is easy. Sergeant, I could see the getting the A's mm-hmm. and the E's mixed up.
1: Mm-hmm. A lieutenant? A
0: little bit of dyslexia might be difficult there. <laughs> getting your B's and D's. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so they've taken the written exam. Yes. And then what?
1: Um, so they I get read that. That would be um, after interview. After interview. Okay. So, yep.
0: written exam. You read the written exam.
1: I do. I check off on them. I make notes on them. You know, what kind of, some of them I've written like elementary level writing. You know, they might need to get to the maybe a little bit of a basic college level. Um, mm-hmm. Or I've written, hey, they have awesome sentence structure. They have grammar. They know how to use punctuation. Mm-hmm. Um, that sort of thing. I'll make notes on it. So afterwards, um, I make a list, and we set up interviews. So whoever, if you've passed the physical, mm-hmm. and you, most people do okay on the written, we're still going to take you, most likely, unless you really can't yeah. write. Yeah. Um, I set up a list, and then they can pick a time for a, a certain date that I pick out for them to come in for an interview, typically within two weeks. Okay. Because I know everybody works. Hopefully, mm-hmm. they're working Um, that way they can give their employer ample time. And then there are some cases where people are like, I listen, like that's a day that I'm working. I definitely can't come, Mm -hmm. come in. I can't take off. Then I will say, okay, well then let's work around it. I don't want to miss a good opportunity just because they, they can't miss work. Of course. So they're scheduled to come in and they have a panel interview. And it's good that
0: they're holding up their commitments uh, to their current job. No, I'm happy about that. Yeah. It shows uh, professionalism. Exactly. So who's in the interview?
1: So, um, I usually use three people in the department. Okay. I have um, I try to use the rank of uh, sergeant. Mhm. I have used detective, lieutenant's. Um I don't typically use captains, but I may have to. Okay. And I really like polling police officers. So I've had the drug task force officers sometimes come in, there mm-hmm. those detectives. I have had um, patrol sergeants come in and then just regular police officers because they're going to be, you know, working with them yeah. too. So I like to have I like to have a, a good group of people of three of three I have to have an odd number
0: gotcha so written uh then interview Mm -hmm. then polygraph
1: yes so in the interview they're graded so they're I'm sorry rated Mm -hmm. one through four right so four being or five rather being the best you know let's let's get them going let's get them you know they were awesome they came in Mm -hmm. a suit they were early um they presented themselves well they were able to answer the questions all the
0: typical job interview stuff
1: well, huh? I mean, our questions are not typical, but of I'm not going to give those but, to you.
0: But there are some things that, yes. uh, you know, really translate to any job.
1: Yes. Um, so they're graded. And then so whoever I put them in a top score of five through mm-hmm. three, twos and ones do not move on. Um, gotcha. Threes are, we're going to hold them and then we're going to work through the fives and the fours first. Got and it. then they're, they're sent immediately to polygraph. Yes. What happens in the polygraph? Um, you sit down with a very strange person and you stare at them in the room and they ask you questions
0: so it's it's very similar to this though.
1: yeah <laughs> no um you're hooked up to a machine so you come in um the polygraph examiner contacts you through email or phone and they'll okay. say hey you know i have this date available can you come in yes i can come in so you come in um you basically do like a little interview like introductory hey let's talk let's meet each other mm-hmm. um, they ask some questions of you, and then you have to fill out a really big packet, and you are an- you're asked some of the same questions that you're asked in your original mm-hmm. int- uh, application. Um, you fill that out, and you turn it in, and they go through it with you, um, oh. with their process, yes. Okay. And then you're finally asked, you're under that pressure of the polygraph after that. And they do yeah. their magic, and then we find out whether or not you, and some in some cases, people didn't lie. They mm-hmm. were, it's called no deception, indicated. Yeah. Okay. Um, they didn't lie. However, they disclosed information that was different from their original application. Um, A lot of that is mainly in years before it was drug use. So it. if they said in their original application, I used marijuana five times. Mm-hmm. And my last time was five years ago. Yeah. And then in the polygraph, they come in and last say, week. I <laughs> used, yes, literally, yeah. or like the day before. Wow. <laughs> yes. Wow. And which is great because mm. they didn't lie, however, That's on good. the, on the didn't tell the truth Gotta on the original be application.
0: Be honest from the get go. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So polygraph's done then what? Background. Background. Oh, so mm-hmm. we run on, we, we confirm that they haven't been arrested or had felonies, blah, blah, blah. Uh,
1: is that your background? What? That's your idea of a background?
0: Well, yeah. they you got, you, send, you fingerprint them and you, you send it, it off so, somewhere and then, so basic. then it comes back.
1: Um, I do the backgrounds. Hello. There's more work in that. Well, what else happens? So we look at their, we talk to their family, siblings. Uh, mm-hmm.
0: That'd be dangerous. Grandparents.
1: For- <laughs> exactly, right? You're never going to talk to them. We mom. talk to their associates. We talk to their references they, they list. We talk to their neighbors. All right. Yes. Yeah, so we get a little bit more in depth. We look at their credit history, their credit report. Ask some questions about their childhood. Yeah, you know, we I when I do the interviews, I like to get it. It usually lasts about two hours. Wow. It's yeah. I try to get in depth. I want to know who the person is that I'm doing this investigation on, right? Okay. So I like to. Get really involved that's with good. it. So it's more than just checking we are, your. We are
0: giving these people a gun and putting them out in the community. <laughs> exactly. So pretty... I want
1: to know who, you know, I'm bringing it in into my department. Absolutely. Exactly.
0: All right. So, into our department. Sorry to gloss over the background yeah, check. Yeah, how part, dare you? That's
1: How dare you? So,
0: once you've done, once you're done with the background check.
1: Yes. They have passed. So uh, whoever does the background, investigator or myself, um, that goes on. It actually has to be approved first before Mm -hmm. moving on. It's not just me saying, giving the holy, yes, you're good to go. It has to go through both deputy chiefs and the chief. All of them have to sign off. If everything is good and we have no follow-ups to conduct from whatever questioning they may have, they're then scheduled for a psych exam. Oh. Yes. That is very, very in-depth as well. Um, so what happens is they get contacted, uh, they're sent, um, a packet Mm -hmm. from the psychologist and again, lots of questions, sometimes Mm -hmm. asking the same question, but in a different way. Mm -hmm. Um, again, I recommend for them to take their time, don't rush through it. Uh, and then they send it back before their actual assessment, Mm -hmm. their evaluation. And that doctor then looks at it and then she does an interview with them. And she goes over the psych assessment. She goes over the questions that um, she might have Mm -hmm. that they may have answered a little bit differently. And it's showing one indication, but then another question was kind of where we were trying to go with the um, applicant. Um, And then she will write up an evaluation as to her recommendation. Got it. Yes.
0: Then what happens? (laughs) I feel (laughs) like we're six months into the process right now. And
1: then, yes, um, it really doesn't take six months. But uh, then we do drug and medical so then okay. they're sent information in order to go get their drug and medical exam, usually from um, an urgent care through mm-hmm. Valley Health. Got it. And hopefully within one day, we hear back. As long as they don't have to send results or anything, we'll hear back okay. that same day to say, okay, they passed the drug test. Medically, they look sound. Um, they're approved to do it. And then we get a letter. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then. Then what? <laughs> and then.
0: And then.
1: And then I call them after i get an approval from the chief deputy uh-huh. chiefs if they say yes this looks great all right let's do it i call them and i and i give them an offer okay. over the phone
0: got it yes
1: and i say this is we'd like to hire you on for police officer 1 let's say mm-hmm. this is what your salary is going to be mm-hmm. uh, we want you to start this day yep. what do you think okay and so that's
0: kind of again yeah. back into a, a normal what people might be familiar with you, you get mm-hmm. a call you got the job mm-hmm. can you start on this date but when they start on that date, it's not like we just hand them a gun and point them oh to my a gosh, car no. and, and send them out in the street. <laughs> no. What happens after they've gotten the good news? Mm-hmm. They leave your hands. You hand them off to who?
1: Oh, they're still my baby. They're oh. still my children. Really? So let's say that – You train them? Um, yes and no. Wow. Oh. So I'm kind of like their hen mother. I'm like their den mother, den right, mother. if you're if you're a yeah. Cub Scout or anything. Um, I bring them on, and let's say that it's two weeks or a month even before the academy starts, mm-hmm. which is what the chief loves to bring on pre-academy hires is what we call them. Okay. They get a good insight into the um, department that they're working for. You know, they get to do ride-alongs with patrol to see what they're mm-hmm. getting into. They get to work with criminal investigations. So anyways, um, we bring them on, and they go through some training. They have lots of paperwork to sign, lots of paperwork not only for the department but for the mm-hmm. city. They um, have a lot of things to fill out, Uh, tax form, insurance forms. And then um, depending on what they're going to be doing and and if they are going to go on the road perchance and, you know, start field training, which is very rare, but it can happen, um, then they'll go through um, some other trainings. So they most times just work within the department. They'll go on some ride-alongs. They'll work with me if I have anything for them to do or in in our Mm -hmm. office. When Um, do they go
0: to the academy?
1: Once the academy starts, like this, literally, okay. we just had a class start Wednesday. Okay. So what's the date? So Friday. some
0: people, how long might somebody be waiting for the academy?
1: Mm, I've had some people hired on a month or two before the academy. They Got were tired it. doing the job they want. They were doing, or maybe they were even unemployed because the business closed. Yeah. And they're looking for the job to come <clears throat> on.
0: So going back to that first conversation, when they're like, Catlin Sloniker, <laughs> when I want to be a police officer." and you've asked them some questions they put in their application yep what typically how how long are we talking before they go to the academy
1: to the academy to
0: the academy
1: mm, five four months four or it five depends months. yes okay. because the academy there's two a year Got it. there's usually a fall academy mm-hmm. or and then there's a summer academy so yeah. we just had our fall academy Got it. the academy itself is 19 weeks so you have that amount of time i do to hire someone
0: so from the day they have that conversation with you Mm
1: -hmm.
0: to the day they finish the academy
1: oh okay
0: skipping ahead we'll talk about the academy here in a second before they hit the before they leave the academy they're looking at a year a year Mm -hmm. from that initial idea of i want to be a police officer too I am walking out the, you know, people, my family's taking my pictures, and I've graduated the Academy. Yes. A year. So this is a, a p- pretty lengthy about. process.
1: Oh, yes, definitely. We, the Academy itself is, I mean, that's pretty lengthy right let's there. Let's talk
0: about the Academy. What happens? So they get, I have no idea. I have some idea, but tell me about the Academy, because in my mind, it's like a boot camp.
1: Okay. Well, it's, it is, but it isn't. So it's okay. paramilitary, paramilitary. Paramilitary. You're not getting yeah. screamed at. Yeah. Um, you're not being
0: they don't yell at you at all
1: uh, i think that's based on the instructor maybe there at the time yeah. but not it's generally probably
0: frowned upon these yeah days. Yeah,
1: yeah it's not uh, yeah you don't typically get that so they go to the academy just like our recruits that just started on wednesday yeah. it's an orientation day and then they have to do their law fit mm-hmm. test so another physical yeah. for the academy um they go through it. They um, they learn basic stuff. Mm-hmm. It is a basic academy. Okay. So for our academy, um, other jurisdictions that are larger, like Fairfax or Prince William, they have their own academy. Okay. Ours, however, Skyline, Regional Criminal Justice Academy in Middletown, is a multi-jurisdictional academy. Okay. So you don't just have Winchester City going there. You have Frederick County. You have Strasburg, um, Rappahannock Warren okay. County, okay. Clark County. So you could go with... Um, five different other agencies so the, hmm. this academy is literally a basic academy because you have so many different agencies in there that it's not agency based training gotcha if, if i don't know if, no that makes sense okay
0: it said so it's more or less like the movie police academy
1: it is nothing
0: oh it's nothing like the like <laughs>
1: movie police academy oh, okay. well, that would actually be fun that's disappointing i know right
0: Well i'm sure this is fun
1: um yeah you're
0: learning how to be a police officer
1: it, um, yeah, it's they enlightening. They run a lot? They do, yes. Okay. So you go home every day. You don't stay at the police academy. Oh, really? Okay. Correct. Um, It's Monday through Thursday, it's 7 oh. to 5. Okay. Yeah, so you have Friday, Saturday, Sunday off. This if you've is got very last. This is
0: totally approachable. Oh, my
1: gosh. Yeah. And the benefit, because it's the state of Virginia, you're getting paid while you're in this academy. Oh. You get all of the supplies, the state all pays the for gear. That or we pay for that. We pay for that. Oh, okay. In I the got, state, I got what I'm saying, for a that, yeah. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> no, this is in great. the state of Virginia, the departments okay. typically pay for everything, including so you. So we go are through. investing
0: a significant amount. Uh, yes. In you, from the day you first talk to Caitlin, and mm-hmm. so the day you are released from the academy. Yes. There's a significant investment in
1: you. Yes, and even through the academy, I mean, because it's multi-jurisdictional, you have other agencies coming in to teach you, but you also have Winchester City Police officers coming in to teach you. You have oh, our own detectives. Cool. It's amazing because we get a good view. Like, I go teach at the academy. I teach, um, I help teach patrol techniques. Oh, really? Um, yeah. I mean, it's really fun. We'll but I have to
0: do another uh, podcast on that.
1: Oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> patrol <laughs> techniques. Yeah. it's. I just do the domestic part. There's a whole big part. Mm-hmm. I'm just a very small person in that. Um, <laughs> however, um, Staturely, yes, I know. <laughs> Thank you for pointing that yeah.
0: out. Yeah. It's a podcast. As you can't see, she's yeah. actually three foot five.
1: I am. 5-1. Thank you very much. <laughs> I am not a little person. <laughs> um, but it, it's nice because we get to see our own people out in, in action, mm-hmm. especially in something like patrol techniques or officer survival, mm-hmm. because they're actually doing scenarios. They're They're wearing the uniform. They're acting as the cop, obviously in a safe environment. But we get to see how they're going to be on the road. Mm-hmm. And a lot of those instructors are also field training officers. So they get to see what they're getting into when it comes to possibly having them as a trainee. Got it. So, I, I, I do them.
0: <clears throat> so, graduation. Yeah. They There's a ceremony. The mm-hmm. parents show up. You know, family. Family yeah. shows up. Uh, what happens then? They show up then at the actual police department for their first day. Mm-hmm. That's when we give them a gun. We put them in a the car and uh, well, send they them may, on their way.
1: Well, we don't have to give them a gun because in the academy, they get um, qualified with firearms. Oh, okay. By an instructor. Mm-hmm.
0: But they don't keep that gun, do they? Or do they, they that can. They can. Oh, they okay. just
1: qualified with it. So why okay. not? They All went right. through the testing. They were so good to go. So they already
0: got the gun. They just go right to work. No. Oh, what happens?
1: Yes. Oh, it's so engaging. Um, they go through field training. So there are three phases in field training, uh, first, second, and third. And each phase, they they do a little bit more on their own. Mm-hmm. So in first phase, the first couple of days, you're just getting to know your your field training officer or your FTO. They're getting to know you. You're getting to know them. They may not even let you drive. You may just be riding in the passenger side and just simply observing. It's called a limbo day. Um, you're observing what they do, how they handle things. They're introducing you to the department. If, if you weren't already hired on and got that ability with me to get introduced to people, they're doing that. They're showing you where to get your paperwork from. They're showing you where dispatch is, where mm-hmm. you need to go get other paperwork um, whenever you're out on the, on the streets that you might need for a report. And then they go into, depending on the trainee, it's always dependent on the trainee and the FTO, they may handle a simple call like a, a civil dispute where really no criminal action needs to take place. There's nothing that we really need to do, but we just need to listen to them Mm -hmm. and direct them in the rate um, phase where they need to go. Um, So they might handle something like that. The FTO might say, I need you to handle this phone call for me. And it's simply just someone who needs some guidance. Um, They could do that, or they could say, let me see you do a traffic stop do you see a violation maybe you might be driving around maybe the trainee is allowed to drive and they do a traffic stop and the fto sees how they you know where they're at and then yeah. where they need to be and it really just depends on the field training officer some of them are first phase is more like getting to know the department and mm-hmm. getting to know the city and getting your whereabouts with where your gear is what the car can do um who everybody is in the department mm-hmm. who you need to go to yeah. timesheets. That sort of thing. Administrative.
0: That's phase one.
1: Yep. And then phase two is more like a fifty-fifty. Okay. So and again, it's dependent on the trainee and the mm-hmm. FTO. Um, but you're taking the calls. So, you know, let's say you and I are, are training together and you're my trainee and I'm your field training officer. Mm -hmm. And we have something like a larceny, like Mm -hmm. a shoplifting. Okay. I'm going to tell you in the car, we're going to go over the shoplifting. Hey, do you know what to do? What, you know, what makes it a misdemeanor? What makes it a felony? Mm -hmm. You know, what's your first thing going to do? What are some things you're going to look out for? We're going to go over that call Okay. and then we're going to go to it and I'm going to say, all right, you're going to handle it. So then I'm going to let you get the information. Yeah. talk to the victim possibly the suspects there you're gonna how talk to the nervous suspect. are they it's very nerve-wracking I bet as being one who had you know who I was always I was obviously in that spot at one point in time yeah. in my career it was it was very nerve-wracking because you have yeah. your FTO looking at you mm-hmm. and then you have you know the victim who's expecting you to know what the heck you're doing yeah and then you have the suspect like oh man they are totally green they I'm don't know they're, they're trying to they're pull new. over on you yeah <laughs> it's man. very very yeah. <laughs> terrifying But um, so that's but that's why you have your FTO there. Right. Mm -hmm. So the FTO says, all right, so you gather this information. Do you think you need to get a little bit more? And they will do that. Yeah. Um, They'll help you along. And then uh, soon enough, you'll be able to do it on your own and get the right information. And then they'll have you come back and type a report and they'll see how you do on your reports. Third phase, final phase, typically um, is you're doing a lot of the stuff yourself. Your FTO is basically there to guide you. They're Mm -hmm. like your guardian angel looking over your shoulder saying, yeah, "Yeah, you're doing great. You're doing great. You're doing awesome. You know, maybe ask this question. Okay. They're always going to be there for guidance, though. Awesome. Yeah. And then after.
0: That's phase three. Yeah.
1: Afterwards, you go. And then what happens? Solo solo review board.
0: Solo review board.
1: Yes. You're still not released yet. Oh, geez. So the solo review board, uh, you get it scheduled through me. Um, If your FTOs have said yes, um, they're good to go. What we like to do is do a solo ride again Mm -hmm. with your first field training officer. So your first field training officer who saw you when you were totally green, you were totally new, you didn't know what the heck you were doing when it came to shoplifting, what information to obtain, they get to see you actually do it all from start Mm -hmm. to finish. And then they can say, yes, I'm giving you my blessing. You're good to go. You've progressed, like this is amazing. Um, Then they go to their board, which usually has me in it, um, my deputy chief who oversees me, Mm -hmm. and then their first training officer. If if it's if, if scheduling allows, yeah. if yeah. not, one of their other officers, that field training officers, and they are asked a series of questions and scenarios that they need to be able to answer in order to get released. Awesome. Yes.
0: So, at that point, they've passed their solo board, Yay. and then they're on their own. Yeah. And they're a police officer in this yes. process that we've talked about from initial interest through the application, through the different screening mechanisms, through the interviews, through the academy, through the uh, field training a year and a half?
1: Yeah, it could be. Wow.
0: That's a lot. Yeah. And that process but that process is not dissimilar to pretty much ninety percent of the other jurisdictions around the country. Yes. So you're not gonna go to, you know, DC Oof. and get something completely different than this. You're not gonna go to Charlottesville, You're not going to go to Kansas City and get a vastly different process. You're going to learn some different yes. laws and the different rules for that jurisdiction. Mm-hmm. But generally, this process is kind of consistent.
1: Yes, their training hours for fill training could actually be different. But that's because the our hours that we do... Mm-hmm. Um, are designated by DCJS gotcha. for the state of Virginia, so they could be, just be different for a different state. And um, Virginia didn't always require psychs to be mm-hmm. done, psychologicals to be done for applicants. Um, they do now.
0: Gotcha. So
1: another state may not have the requirements, so they may have to they may get to bypass that or even polygraph.
0: So, Katlin, Caitlin, Caitlin, Sloniker, Sloniker, Sponiker, uh, Sponiker <laughs> uh, uh, Thank you very much. Mm-hmm, you're uh, welcome. This has been very interesting. Uh, if someone is interested in, in, after listening to this, and they're like, yep, I want to do that. Yes. Uh, how do they, they just go to the police website?
1: They can, yeah, winchesterpolice.org, or they can go to the city website and go under employment, or jobs is what when it's labeled. Um, and then they just, if they go to the cities, um, I'm sorry, the police departments, then they go to the recruitment tab. There's mm-hmm. a nice picture there of someone getting their badge. Yep. Um, and then they scroll down to step one, and then they click on a link, and it takes them to the city's website. There in you order go. to apply for police officer one
0: so everybody if you want to meet uh caitlin just go to the website yes and uh and give her a chat up and if you're in some other jurisdiction you're listening to this it's pretty much the same go to the city's website yes i uh, i'm sure you can find it with a 10 second google search mm-hmm. uh, and reach out give yes. it a try
1: we are hiring we now We are hiring so i've started the process i've started reviewing applications literally yesterday for the next academy so apply awesome. Yes.
0: Thank you very much. Thank Caitlin, you, I appreciate it. Thank you. Okay, so that was Caitlin. Uh, next time, uh, Amy Simmons will join us for the interview, but uh, she currently has a frog in her throat and a lot of boogers in her nose. So, uh, not COVID though. We just tested her. So next time for Rouse Review City Works, uh, you will. Uh, it'll it'll be a tag team interview with Amy and myself, and. Uh, somebody that we pick something interesting about the city don't know what it's going to be yet uh, but we'll figure it out so thanks everybody and see you around city hall